kingdom of the planet of the apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Hello, people of Earth. Hi, everybody. I always wanted to say that. This is Kid Fury. This is Crystal. And once again, we're The Read. Welcome to The Read, guys. How are you? I'm great. How are you, friend? I'm I'm pretty good. Yeah? I can't complain. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, that's a great accent. So I definitely think you should keep it up. I'm working on it. Okay, yeah. Before we dive into the gossip and shit for this week, I just want to say something really quickly. Oh, okay. Thank you so much to everyone who's been supporting The Read. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for telling your friends and enjoying and participating. I super, I'm really, really thankful. But I've seen a couple people making some slick comments about my co-host, Crystal. This is... No, not I told necessary. you and I told you I was going to say this. I did not think you were really going to do it. I've seen some people making some slick comments talking about how I probably really hate her <laughs> and calling her all kinds of names because she's vulgar and saying slick things because you don't know who she is, maybe or whatever the fuck. I just want to let you know I did not hire this girl. No, I sure didn't, didn't find her on the street. She this is my sister. Aw. so. We're doing this. This is how we speak to one another on a normal basis. We're our, like we're friends for real. Yeah. So when you say slick things like that, if I come at you sideways Jesus. afterwards, that's why. I just want to let that be known. <laughs> Everyone can have their opinion, but keep it cute when you're talking to me because this is my sister. Oh, well, thanks. I really appreciate that. I kind of feel like. My dad just came up to the playground to yell at the other kids who were, like, bullying me. But I really appreciate you. Thanks, doll. Love you. Love you, too. Okay. Let's get into pop culture stuff. Let's do it. Of course, we cannot talk about anything before we mention the Pepsi commercial. Bitch. 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 Yes. God. Let me tell you how much I love Beyonce. I was awake at 8 o'clock in the morning. I was about to say, Beyonce got niggas to get up before the crow for the first time in years for a commercial. I can't remember the last time I got up at like 10 o'clock and was functioning for the day. I can't remember the last time you got up at 10 o'clock either. I'm trash when it comes to that. (laughs) So the fact that I was up at 8 o'clock in the morning today... An hour earlier, waiting for this. For a commercial. For a commercial. Now, let me be honest. I was a slice of disappointed. Oh, were you really? Yeah, because I really did think she was going to drop the single. I didn't because Sony Music, like Ireland, 
tweeted and said, oh, the Beyonce Pepsi commercial is coming tomorrow. And a lot of people blew it off. They were like, oh. But they deleted it. Well, yeah, because they weren't supposed to say it. Right. <laughs> but when they said that, I was like, oh, okay, it's the commercial. I don't know. I really did think that it was about to be a single, and a lot of other people did, too. So when that one minute, one second long video popped up, and it was this Pepsi commercial, a part of me was like, girl, I'm going back to sleep. Aww. But I still enjoyed what she gave me. When I first saw it, I was just like, okay, this is cute. It's Obviously not realistic because nobody's practicing and then takes a break for an ice cold Pepsi. No one. No one. Like, like if you were going to have something that's not water, you would have like Gatorade. It's really clear that Beyonce right. does so, not drink Pepsi. But the more I watched the commercial, the more I completely got my life. Because looking at all of the old Beyonce's yes. and the fact that this bitch is 30 31 years old, one or the other, and still looks just as good as her Destiny's Child days. No, better, actually, because them thighs are everything. I was just like, you better look Those at mother. thighs Woo! were a gift Woo! from Mount Olympus. Blue Ivy she... slid down them thighs into this world, and she's been blessed ever since. Ever since. <laughs> My God. Look because at all the old hits And those thighs <sighs> could crack a fucking country in here. I died. And I'm so glad that we finally got to hear more of Grown Woman. And oh, that girl. completely sickening Timbaland beat. Like, I'm completely ready for this song on Monday or whenever it comes out. Don't really know, but whatever. Yeah, they said that it was going to be on online on Monday on iTunes. But then Billboard reported that... Like, Beyonce's rep said that it's not really her official single. It's going to be on the album, but it's not the first single. So it's like, well, then, girl, when is this song coming out? I don't know why y'all are still so pressed when Beyonce has made it clear that you are running on her time. Like, you're not going to force Beyonce to do something. (laughs) You're not going to tweet about the single so much that she just puts it out. You're going to sit there and you're going to fucking deal until she gives you some music and Everybody knows it's true. Because she knows what she's doing and she just needs for you to catch up and realize what's <laughs> happening. No, dead ass. Because when I was like a little disappointed about it, I thought about it like a couple minutes later and I was like, this is just like when artists release teasers, except there's like a million dollar Pepsi commercial <laughs> attached to it. It's like and a yeah. sickening one of that. Right. It was a really like I really liked the commercial. It was so cute to have all the old Beyonce's like dancing along with her and child when them. When them blue ivy titties started shaking, I said, look at what that child did. (laughs) No, but you know what I lived for is when Beyonce saw, no, when Beyonce saw Sasha Fierce. Yes! How could I forget? Beyonce was looking like. She looked like, oh, bitch, so you back? Right, because Sasha Fierce was coming like, you know, she was going to do something. Right, she came about the uh, the shadows. like, Like, hey, B. And Beyonce was looking like, bitch, do you want it? Do you want it with me? I don't have like fuck you and your glove hoe. We did yes, we've been girl, through this fuck shit. Fuck your hoe, girl. I know I know this hoe. I know this uh oh shit, bitch. You ain't doing nothing new, girl. Thank you. Move to the hit. side. You better get it together. I'm a grown woman. Oh, come on. And I can do whatever I that's want. That's it. I'm so ugh. I really hope that's the single. And even if it's not the first single, Beyonce, please put this shit on iTunes. I'll yeah. Like I can't wait anymore. Yeah, even if you don't want to put it on the album, can I just have that? Like, <laughs> please. I'll pay. 
Like Beyonce, you could literally charge five dollars for that song, and I would pay for it. I'm not <laughs> and not put it on the album. Yeah, I'm going to buy it. I really would. That's sad, and I'm completely serious. I'm dead ass about so, it. So I just love her. So excited for her. Love the commercial. Oh Lord! So Beyonce is like on the verge of this. I guess it is called Mrs. Carter. This new album. Yeah. Tour starts in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Overseas, and, though. So yeah, we don't in Europe. Care. And <laughs> we have listeners over there. They're about to get their lives. I love the listeners overseas. I'm just saying, like, for everybody in North America, we're not really going to get hype about it until closer to the summer because then she's coming to our cities and we're just going to be like, yes. Oh. But we can't wait to see your concert photos and videos, guys. International no, people. We I honestly kind of wanted, like, I. I'm really weird about that. I want to see it like for the first time when she gets here. So remember Billboard when she had that fucking amazing performance and she was her own backup dancer? What if all the Beyonce's have like, what if she does a song with all the Beyonce's? On stage? Yeah, just like she did with the Pepsi. I don't think I'll be able to handle that. I'm pretty sure I'll just vibrate and die. (laughs) Like I'll just shake. And, like, everything on me, my contact lenses are going to fall out. <laughs> my wig is going to come off. I'm going to lose it. Like, all control of every bodily function. My heart is just going to stop. And I'm going to collapse. This is too much. Like, I'm starting to lose my In breath. the middle of Barclays. I'll just die. So, I mean, child. Okay, the possibilities. I can't. I can't. All right. Too much Beyonce at Too one much. Time. Love her. Beyonce, bring it. I'm ready today. So, let's talk about... <laughs> Kind of Beyonce related. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk about how Keisha Cole's career is like just over. Well, I mean, didn't we call this when she came for? Was that last week or two weeks ago? We were just like, I think it was two two weeks weeks ago. ago. We were like, well, girl, good luck. Say good night. Yep. So, what happened to Keisha Cole? So, the dream, he went and did an interview with uh, The Breakfast Club this week and. He's got, like, a new album coming out, and he worked, like, on, like, damn near all Beyonce's albums. Yeah. And has written written some, like, like 500,000 number ones. Whether you yeah. like him or not, yes, he looks like a Haribo gummy bear, but he makes hits. Yeah, like, it doesn't even matter because he has so much money. He like, looks so... like a Kowali Yummy, but... Poor Christina Milian never got her beats. Right. <laughs> she got a beautiful baby, though. She, so. He looks like a Teddy Graham, but... He's rich. Yeah, she didn't get her album, but she got a beautiful baby and, and I'm sure tons of child support. So she still kind of won. <laughs> so did Nivea. Gorgeous girl. Oh, yeah. I forgot all about I honestly forgot that she Nivea. exists. She's 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 the dreams baby mama. And Lil Wayne. I was about to say, I thought she was Lil Wayne's baby mama. No, both of them. Whoa. She's on all her kids' burgers for the rest Ooh. of their lives. For the rest of their life. If they want to be buried with cheeseburgers, they can. She anyway. don't let Erica Badu plan. <laughs> Don't do that to Erica. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, Erica, no. Erica, no. Keisha Cole, <laughs> the dream did an interview with Breakfast Club and they asked him about like, you know, how does, how's your work affected when you're one, like when you work with different artists that might be beefing and they brought up Keisha, even though this ain't a beef because Beyonce does not know who the fuck that toenail biting <laughs> bitch is. I don't but think. he said, Okay. He said that he has worked with Keisha before, but Beyonce is like his family. So he was like, I can't work with this bitch again until, you know, she gets that whole shit together. So it's like, yeah, that's pretty obvious. But for these artists to come out and stone cold say, well, bitch, 
that's the end of you. That's it. I think the dream has written maybe a total of one song for Keisha Cole, which might have yeah. something to do with the fact that her career really ain't shit. And mm-hmm. she performs at like swap meets and hair salons across the country. Right. But I mean, the dream is a pretty big name as far as writing songs. Even comes. if you don't like his music. Yeah. He's Even written- if you don't, because I've never personally purchased an album by the dream. Yeah, I think I have all of them. <laughs> oh, okay. He's got some good songs on his I mean, albums. I don't even care about the dreams music right. himself. Like, I think he's a great hit maker as far as songs are concerned. Right. And so for him to publicly say, I mean, Keisha, girl, whatever, but I'm not fucking with you <laughs> because you came for Beyonce just solidifies our point about you cannot come for Beyonce and expect to get up and prosper. It doesn't work that way. So she responded by saying, you know, dream not writing any songs for me is fine. I'm on my sixth album, which... What? Really? I didn't know that shit either. Oh, my God. But she says he only wrote one song on one of my albums, which you just said. (laughs) And he said she... Well, she said that she actually really did love that song, but she ended it with God Bless. So Well, that was a cute way to reply. Yeah, that was a cute way to say, well, girl... Enjoy my edges. I mean, had she come for the dream, it would have just continuously gotten worse for her. So I'm yeah, glad that's she true. kept it cute. I'm really, I mean, I don't know, girl. Good for you. How has Keisha Cole sold enough albums to be on her sixth album? Like, I just don't even, what? I don't even remember anything. Well, don't some one. some artists have like signed contracts where they have to make a certain amount oh, of albums yeah. for their label. That's why JoJo is stuck on that label. Girl. pray for jojo but i mean also girl okay keisha cole i didn't realize you could buy albums with food stamps because it doesn't make any sense otherwise to explain her success well if they sold that rainbow in east harlem then you probably oh where you can use your ebt card Mm -hmm. listen we walked past the rainbow in east harlem on like 125th and whatever i don't even remember the exact intersection but we saw that giant damn rainbow looking like a kroger in the middle of east harlem and then a big ass sign that said ebt accepted but anyway, Good. so swing down. The Keisha geez. Cole draggings did not end there. Nope, and they shouldn't. <laughs> Lil Mo, just let me finish. I didn't even start to say anything. <laughs> okay, but the listeners can't see the faces that you make sometimes. I know we but should bring in cameras. We're gonna get there. <laughs> so listen, Lil Mo popped up out of absolutely nowhere and did an interview. With Hip Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Mind you, she looks like Fantasia's big sister that went to the playground and cussed them kids out. Mm-hmm. They look... Re- anyway, mm-hmm. she did this interview and she basically said that she stand for the Beyonce song. And she like, she said something about if you took the song personal, she was talking to you. And then she proceeded to shade the fuck out of Keisha Cole's eyebrows by saying like, <laughs> oh, you was just giving, bringing her up and you made her the queen when she was on the Super Bowl. But then you want to get all mad when blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She's like, how the fuck you go put her on the <laughs> throne and they get mad when she tosses scraps at the peasants. And she's just doing this in like a drag queen manner that is really absurd yeah, and super hilarious so but i think that it's really funny that this woman who i have not heard like i can't even think of the last time i listened to a fabulous song and i'm sure the last time i heard lamo was on a fabulous song and it was when it was brand new yeah so for her to just pop up out of nowhere <laughs> just to materialize in thin air and drag the fuck out of keisha Cole, yeah well listen I don't like her. (laughs) I know you don't. Go ahead. Several of you may not know this story, but a few years ago on the internet, 
little mo got on my nerves and <laughs> I retaliated. And it turned into basically an all night shitstorm <laughs> where like hundreds of people drug the fuck out of her and hacked her Wikipedia and turned it into really a thing of beauty. Like it's it was actually completely hilarious. But I haven't seen it for Little Mo ever since. Um, so and apparently success hasn't either because have not seen hair nor hot her in years. Oh I mean, congratulations on crawling out of, you know, whatever hole you've been in. To record a video like on some Kaya shit and just stand for Beyonce. Like, I mean, thanks. Beyonce doesn't need that, but <laughs> you could have kept it, but thanks. I mean, you were right, but what? I mean, fuck her. <laughs> give a shit about little mo or what she likes or who she doesn't like like what the only reason i brought this up i don't like that hood rat named her kids like little little her majesty and fucking draw honor or some shit gave some gave them kids the most fake christian ass names you know how fake christian oh yeah that's true I just don't like her. She came for the gays, um, and that's what pissed me off. Yeah, so, she did. She did. And that's when everybody started calling her Young Ferb, Young Furby. Yep, because that's exactly what the hell she looks like. And she reminds me of Azalea Banks in that way, because she was the, she was calling people faggots and then backtracking like, faggot ain't nothing. This is like, bitch, who are you to say that? So I just don't see it for her. Fuck her. But I mean, congratulations on, <laughs> on being right this time. A broke clock is right twice a day, baby. <laughs> You know what? I'm. Where do you come up with these country ass sayings? That's not country. Is it? It's not. I promise. That's the first time I've ever heard that, and that's a sickening <laughs> phrase. Anyway, where have you been? I've never heard that saying in my life. Oh, I swear to you, everybody uses it. Okay, well, someone on Twitter asked Keisha Cole what she thought about Lil Mo's little comments, and she said that Lil Mo's entitled to them and there's no love lost. So my thing is, how are you mad at Beyonce for saying bad down bitches to no one specific? No one. But you are just so holy and so kind to these people who are dragging you by your two front Well, teeth. maybe she learned from Carrie Hilson and decided she needed to clean up her act immediately immediately and get her shit together well someone needs to take her to like a new a neurologist or whatever <laughs> doctor searches your brain because if it took her all this time to realize that she shouldn't be carrie Olson, then her problems are much bigger than beyonce that's true maybe she's worried about her husband or her kids or her crackhead ass mama or her hoe ass sister i don't know but oh jesus whatever keisha cole's problem is at least she's keeping it cute now like i can at least give her that um, but girl, don't fuck it up. It's too late. Because we're just wait. Yesterday she tweeted, hmm. And everyone. And everybody went in like, girl, don't, whatever you about to say, don't I said fucking do it. I said it's the sound that you're going to hear when Beyonce shaves the edges off. Yes. And I meant it. I mean, and, and it is. There's Amen. that. So, oh, speaking of which, Tamar today almost got dragged on Twitter because really? when, yes, because when the Pepsi commercial came out, she tweeted, ha, pound tried it. And everybody Wait was like, wait a minute. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. Let me pull up Twitter. Did she, she really? Yes, she did. Because I will drag her right now. And <laughs> I don't care that I'm so late. And everyone was like, oh, hold it, bitch. What does that mean? And so then she came back afterwards and said that, oh, y'all are starting mass. And she was tweeting Mikhail from The Scorpion Show because Mikhail was, like, upset that it wasn't a single and she thought that his tweets about it were funny. So she said that that's where the hot tried it came from. But it's like, bitch, well, then why didn't you just at him in that tweet? Right. 
So you subtweeted some guy about his comments about a commercial and was you were shocked that the Beehive thought you were coming for Beyonce? Like, that doesn't make any damn sense. She's backpedaling because she did the same thing when she was on that Tiny Tonight Toya Sisters whatever fuck shit that comes on VH1 every time there's a holiday that no one cares about. And so, remember, she was on there and they asked her, like, her like her opinion on mm-hmm. whether or not Beyonce was actually pregnant. And she's made some comment that I can't even remember to this day that did sound like shade. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Oh, yeah. And people dragged the fuck out of and her. And then she came back afterwards and she said that she never said anything slick about Beyonce. Well, maybe she meant to send that as a DM. Maybe they were DMing about it, about their disappointment in the commercial. And she slipped up and tweeted it on accident. Tamar, girl. Well, you know, girl, I don't you think skating she's too on bright. thin fucking ice, sweetie. Don't do it. You know, I don't think she's too bright. Yeah, I know you don't see it for her in the least, but. Whatever. So just to update you all, Rick Ross is apologizing for that rape lyric that he did again. Fuck his apology. And I'm going to tell you why right now. He tweeted, I don't condone rape. Apologies for the lyric interpreted as rape. Boss. Nope. That's not even the That's end not... of it. That's not even the end of what? it. What? <laughs> then he tweets, apologies to my many business partners who would never promote violence against women. And then he <laughs> at Reebok and Ultraviolet. Wow. So you're just making it very clear that you want your endorsements back. Right. Or that you don't want to lose them. Or that you don't want to lose was a, them. It was a situation where you were forced to publicly apologize in order to not lose your fuck rick ross fuck all 739 pounds of rick ross fuck that nigga fuck his chins fuck his nose fuck his titties fuck his belly fuck his dick wherever it's at fuck his knees fuck his toes fuck everything about rick ross that nigga can sit on a dick and ride it to hell okay wow but okay um I just think I want to say, like, don't be sorry. Just be careful. Like, at this point, like, don't say anything else about that lyric. At this point, just stop talking right. about so it. So just FYI saying, I'm sorry if you felt some type of way about what I said, or I'm sorry if you misinterpreted it is not an apology. Just so right. everyone knows. An apology is saying, I did this to you. I am very regretful right. for these reasons. I understand that I hurt your feelings. I understand I said something completely out of line. It was a misstep in judgment, mm-hmm. and I will do my very best to never let something like that happen again. That is how you apologize. Not, my bad if you was offended, hoes. Where the drinks at, though? <laughs> right. Oh, hey, Reebok, don't take away my orthopedic shoes. Need them. It's like when you say something that might hurt somebody's feelings, and you really don't feel sorry, and you're just like, I'm sorry if... It made you feel like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Oh, I'm sorry if what I said made you say. I'm sorry you took it that way. Right. <laughs> That's how. Right. It's not I'm sorry for what I did. It's I'm sorry that you're upset about it and now I have to apologize, which is not an apology. Fuck it. Keep anyway. It. Go to hell. Whatever, Rick Ross. So Chris Bosh was was on Jacked or he was using Jacked. No, Chris Bosh. Look, look at you. I'm leaving. <laughs> Chris Bosh got Jacked. Oh, you ain't shit. <laughs> Listen, so TMZ is saying that some at some point when Chris Bosch and his wife, which is a story in itself. Oh, okay. When they were out at a, a birthday party, I guess, for him, someone robbed him. What? At his birthday party? No, at his home while he was at the party. Oh, that's a fucked up birthday. 
But TMZ says that there were actually several people inside the house when it happened. Like two babysitters, his kids, and then another teenager. What? So there are literally a bunch of niggas in your house and you somehow had someone steal 12 watches worth $300,000, two rings worth $4,000, several purses worth $155,000, and then $20,000 in cash. First of all, why you got 20 grand in cash in your house? What? I would have robbed Chris Box if I knew he had $20,000 in his house. And the, he said the reason that he knows that that someone like... I guess because even I'm thinking at this point that it might be somebody you know. Right. Or someone let someone in to rob you. How do you rob a house when there's like six people inside of it? Right. And he says the reason that he feels that way is because they didn't steal his um his championship ring. It was on the center of the floor in his closet. Well, because what can you do with it? If you try to sell a Miami Heat championship ring, there's only a handful of people this could possibly belong to. And everybody knows Chris Bosch was just robbed. So right. stealing the ring is pointless. Exactly. Unless you just so, want to take it home and masturbate with it. <laughs> so uh, the police went to the house and they said that there was no sign of forced entry. And in fact, two of the doors were unlocked. So it may be one of Chris Bosch's. Sounds like an inside job. Yeah. Wow. That fucking sucks. Damn, and they took all the shit that they could easily resell. And if they're in Miami, that money is spent. Oh, yeah, it's gone. <laughs> They've already snorted that up. That That's, money's gone. That went to the finest cocaine. I can tell you right now, as born and bred, that money is gone. <laughs> that if money I, was gone before TMZ posted this shit. I would have taken his $20,000 and left a note saying, don't ever have $20,000 <laughs> in your damn house. Who the fuck does that? Why do you have that much money? Can you imagine if you got robbed and you, you know, the robber left a letter saying, bitch, this was so, like, like... Bitch, I came in here for shoes, but the fact that you had $20,000 in cash just really pissed me off. So I took it. I didn't even want your fucking money, but I took it so that you would learn a lesson. And here it is. Don't ever, don't ever have $20,000 in cash sitting in your house. Like, an, What does $20,000 even look like? That's what happens when you a new nigga. When you start giving these niggas money, they just feel like that's just some shit that's normal. Well, 20 grand. That's what some people make in a year. Yeah, it really is. That's 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 more than minimum wage. Woo, like let's full-time move forward. job. Well, I mean, sorry, Chris Bosh, I guess. Whatever. No, I mean, I don't feel that bad. You can replace that bullshit. <laughs> can anyway so a couple people have been asking me to talk about this and i don't really know like why but okay apparently magic johnson's son like there were some photos <laughs> look at you laughing there were some photos taken of magic johnson's son i guess this week sometime mm-hmm. and he <laughs> that mm-hmm mm-hmm like phaedra <sighs> and her mama i can't with you mm-hmm. he was photoed um holding hands with some obviously gay man and he's obviously gay himself and so i guess they're just the media and twitter niggas were making some pretty ugly comments i mean obviously he's magic johnson's son like so he felt the need to like go and talk about the incident which is not even an incident i mean the reason why i said i was kind of apprehensive to talk about it is because i just feel like his son's gay who cares right like, who cares? He doesn't care. He damn sure don't care. Because mama came out there looking like... I would have thought that was Andre Leon Talley's uh, yes. child. He is quite zesty. 
I mean, Mama had on her fur. Her nails were completely yes. d- done face for done. Jesus. The face was beat out the frame, and he had a clutch. I don't even know where young ladies of that stature find those clothes, but Magic Johnson's son got it together. So, so he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't, and Magic Johnson doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't, and he said they've known for like a long, long time. How could you not? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they well, they had the discussion of him being gay. Like he's been out to his yeah. family for a while. Okay, and he was like, you know, I just feel upset that he even had to talk about it. Yeah. Well, like, what did he say? Well, he really was just saying how much he loves his son, and he never felt like that was a problem. He just wanted to know, and his family never treats him any kind of way about it. It's not a problem for them. And he's like, that's my man, man, and I love him and, you know, all that. I just feel annoyed that he had to do it. Yeah, I think that's a really great response, though. Kudos to Magic Johnson. Yeah, that was an amazing response. Because he could have just stayed silent on it and ignored it, but he came out and said, yeah, that's my son, and I love him very much, and I completely accept him. And him, he's always been, you know, he's like an activist for HIV and AIDS and that kind of thing. Yeah, Right, and he always, I mean, he has been. And so he said that You know, he always, like, he spoke to his son, you know, about, I guess, ways to prevent it and education and that kind of thing. So That's super cool. Yeah. So, again, I don't like that they even had to discuss it because Mama was stomping that pavement. I don't think there's anything to say, really, other than congratulations to Magic Johnson for being such a cool dad. Right. I mean, the fact that his son is, you know, 6'4 and... And and zesty, just you know, Quite. ao as hell. That doesn't matter. I I personally don't care. He looks. I mean, it's kind of comical to see him and his boyfriend together because they're just complete opposites. Oh yeah, they really are. Like they are complete opposites. But I mean, they I've like seen stranger couples. I truly I have, have too. I have seen funnier things. So in the past five months alone, I just I just looked at the picture. And said, well, I mean. Get work. Your, live your life, baby. Now twirl. That's twirl. Well, don't twirl. Twirl. Nope. Yeah. Fuck that song. I thought about that. After <laughs> I thought about it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. snaps to Magic Johnson. So then, uh, I think that's it. Okay. I was going to talk about Jada Pinkett Smith and saying whatever she said about her open marriage, but I mean, do we care? No. Haven't we known this for like all time? Well, I guess I'll just say that she told like Us Weekly or somebody that you know. That's just a rumor, and that basically she told Will Smith that he can do whatever he wants to do as long as he can look in the mirror and, I guess, not feel a way about himself. Yeah. So they've never been like, oh, yeah, we, like, go to swingers clubs and my legs are in the stirrups. (laughs) Well, yeah, no, I mean, she doesn't have to confirm details, but it's been a not really hidden secret for a long time that Will Smith... um, enjoys the company of both men and women and i've heard similar about jada so i just i mean it's a non-issue for me i don't care what those two people do just leave the children's sexuality out of it i'm so tired yeah i don't like when people start talking about willow and don't get me started on that because i'll go into a whole feminist rant about how it's not fair to attack little girls and try to make them be what you want them to be i'm i'll save that for later yeah Let's get. Yeah. Let's come back around let's, today because yeah. that's a good. Don't point. get me started, child. All right, Don't so I'm done with. Intro. I'm done with the gossip. Woo! Today. Hot topics, yay! So let's dive into these treats from the listeners. So I went through the email box and saw some awesome things today. We just had so many like amazing comments and stuff from people. So, um, 
Don't forget, if you have something to submit to us, send it to asktheread at gmail.com and we'll go ahead and try to answer your question, if at all possible. And so... That was so classy, the way you just did that. Thanks, doll. Alrighty. Today, our topics are fucked up families. We actually have more than a few listeners who have fucked up families. And so they're coming to us for a little help. Yeah, because last week was like the daddy who didn't want to talk to the baby. Oh, yeah. girl. Do all of you guys just have like trouble at home and you just, I mean, it's okay if you do, like you can definitely email us about it, but right. it just makes me um, a little concerned for you. But right. this one, um, I'm not going to use any names because some of these details may be a little identifying, but right. a reader emailed us and said, Hey, Fury and Crystal, I have a fucked up family. <laughs> <laughs> my mother is very sick and my father passed away last year. My mother's side of the family ain't shit. And last year in October, when my father passed, my dad's side of the family didn't want to help bury him with and he is their brother girl what yeah so her dad died and his side of the family didn't want to help pay for the funeral his own blood didn't want to help pay for the funeral okay my questions are how do you cut off those fuck-ass family members that you don't want to deal with even though you live in the same city as them and how do you cut off a begging ass amy who wants money back from helping you bury her own brother sweet god Listen, that's a lot. Like, I really hope that Tyler Perry or no one closely associated with Tyler Perry <laughs> listens to this show because your life would Tyler have Perry been, just got be so movie. excited. Like, yes, I got it. Yes, I'm ready. Find I don't my even cameras. know like how to attack that. I just, I mean, it's hard to cut off family. It's hard it to is. say I don't fuck with you anymore because it's so permanent. And family is such a big part of almost everybody's life. So to just cut off your family is an extremely difficult thing to do. I think, though, you are completely justified in your disgust for your father's side of the family. Not wanting to help pay for their own brother's funeral is just... So did... So so I'm assuming your mom's side of the family right. paid for everything, which I just I can't really wrap my mind around that kind of selfishness. Like, I don't know what happens to niggas when somebody dies and they just kind of act a fucking fool. But like in my family, when people pass away, we all get closer. We don't yeah. we don't fight over things. We don't it doesn't tear us apart. So this right. is kind of new for me. And I don't really know how to help you other than to say, if you want to cut off your your relatives because of the way they treated your father. You are completely justified in doing that. And it is your prerogative to say, listen, I don't want to go over to their house. I don't want to break bread with these niggas. If they come over, I'm leaving. Like it's completely up to you. I mean, that it it feels hard to say because it's like your family. And I, we just, that word and just knowing that that's your blood, you just kind of are like, there's something ingrained within you for you to be attached to that. Right. Cause it's your family. But at the same time, you gotta remember you come in this world alone, you go out this world alone. Amen. And people are people. And sometimes family just ain't an excuse. And they need to know that some of the things, not, none of us are perfect. Mm-hmm. And sometimes niggas just need to know that they did something fucked up or and they said something fucked up. Even though you're kin to somebody, that doesn't mean that, that you have to accept and excuse everything that person Absolutely does. not. And I think that almost everyone has someone in their family that they just don't really fuck with like that. Yeah. Almost everyone does. Or even if you don't, your mama might have that one yeah. relative or your daddy might or cousin or whatever. So, I mean, like, even in my own family, there are people who I'm not 
as close to and you know or certain things have happened and it make me feel a kind of way but I mean don't get yeah. me wrong I love all of my family but I don't know I would like to say you know be open and discuss this kind of stuff with them and let them know how you feel but I'd be a hypocrite because some <laughs> some of the things I don't like, even think you need to because if you don't want to help pay for my father your brother's funeral we don't have anything to discuss like right. nothing like nothing I mean, that's how I would feel, too. So, but, I mean, if you feel like you want to patch it up. <laughs> I know you guys live in the same city. You mentioned that in your letter. So, I don't know. Maybe you can move. I don't blame you, though. Like, if you just want to yeah, cut these people off. Yeah, I don't off, either. The only way to, like, you're asking how to cut people off. And the only way to do it is to stop speaking to them. There's right. nothing it, There's nothing to say to make it any easier. Avoid them at all costs. And just don't make any effort. Fuck them. That's, I mean, that's a terrible thing. So, and again, I think it's just because, it, you know, it's your family. Right. And a lot of people are just very, you know what I mean? But I just, I'm trying to think of how if my father passed away, God forbid, and my father's side of the family just did not give a fuck to pay for it. I'm trying to think of how I, like, I cannot see myself ever fucking with my dead side of the family. I yeah. just don't. And I feel like, you, like, there's nothing wrong with that. I can't see, like, like. I just feel like it's justified. I mean, if I had a family member who said something that really deeply hurt or offended me, I would not continue to interact with that family member. But I'm also older. I'm completely independent of my family. I don't depend on them for anything. I don't live in a state even near my family. Yep. So it's easy for me to say that. Um, but I don't know. Good luck. Just don't answer them niggas' phone calls, girl. Talk to God about it. Your begging ass ain't who wants to be paid back. For hell no bitch you actually you need to read the fuck out of her <laughs> yeah that's a good thank you for bringing that back up because she needs to be you read. need to go over there and be like listen bitch first and foremost who the fuck do you think you, you need are? to read her so good that she can look down at her flesh and read herself that's it bitch i buried my daddy back in october and you coming around with your hand open looking for some money payback for the fucking funeral bitch what for what if you don't get the fuck out of here i'm gonna refund my foot up your ass Woo! Okay. Woo, my God. You know what? So, let's do one more. Yeah. So, here's another one. And this is something that I think a lot of people in New York and other big cities can relate to. This is coming from somebody who has a very unique name, so I'll keep it out. Okay. <laughs> but it says, I'm in my mid-20s, and I moved out on my own for the first time back in June. I was living in my apartment for two days before my 17-year-old cousin came to stay with me while he was in summer school. Before I knew it, the summer was over, and he was still there. First of all, that's a problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so several months passed, and around November, my aunt came to stay with me as well, this teenager's mother. I was under the impression that this would be for a couple weeks at most until she found a place. Don't tell me these niggas are moving into her house. Well, they're there. They've been there. The son has been, the 17-year-old's been there since the summer, uh -huh. and the aunt moved in in November. Oh, Fast forward to April, and she and my cousin are still here. Neither of them have a job, help out on bills, or have even hinted at when they will be leaving. So after nine months of them running up my light bill, using up all my gas, and putting a massive dent in my new couch, I'm pretty much at my wit's end. I want to tell them to kick rocks, but I'm afraid of what it will do to our relationship. Please help. They need to get the fuck out of your home. If there's So this 17-year-old, which is old enough to get a job, should have been working... When he first moved in. I started my first job at 15. So this nigga is two years late. Ain't that it? I had to. My mama said, we will buy you a car for your birthday, but I don't know how you're going to put gas in it or pay the insurance <laughs> if you don't get a job. So I had my ass down at the Wendy's 
dropping fries and nuggets, dealing out junior bacon cheeseburgers to pay my fucking gas. So if a 15 year old who's in school all day can do it, I know a 17 year old in summer school can do it. And I don't know what his mama's trifling ass excuse is, but both of them niggas need to pack their shit and get the fuck out your house expeditiously. Expeditiously. It would be one thing if they were paying rent. You could you could maybe let it slide. Like I'm kind of sick of having somebody. Right, in my right, house, right, right, right. Yeah. But you know my rent is six hundred and they put in four hundred. I kind of get over it. Right. But two niggas in your two of them in, in your, your one, one bedroom. So you're in your bedroom and them niggas are living in your living room, paying no rent, eating up all your food, and been there technically almost a year now. Yeah, nine months, girl. Get. Out. You need to tell them niggas exactly how you feel. You don't have to use the aggression. I'm vicariously living through you right, right. now. Because that is just absurd. So you can be Girl. very, you know, you can be soft and, you know, cuddly and try and, you know, approach however you want to. But the point is, the black bottom line is, come on, they need to get the fuck out. So what you do is go home and, you know, you come home and they're on the couch eating up your chips and your moon pies watching Maury playing Xbox or whatever. And you say, <laughs> listen, niggers. <laughs> now, I'd left out some stuff um, in the letter because it was kind of long. But basically, she has a real emotional attachment to her aunt um, mm. because her aunt was kind of like... I don't know, just very close and like a second mother to her, Mm -hmm. but they're taking advantage of you. Yes. It's happening. I know it's hard to maybe realize, but they're taking advantage of your kindness. And so you need to come home, preferably as soon as soon as you hear this show, do this. Yes. Go out to your living room and say, you have 30 30 days days. to find somewhere to live. I will have my locks changed. (laughs) You niggers don't live here. That is it. You pay the rent. You pay the bills. You buy the groceries. There's nothing else to be said. You are literally making yourself responsible for two other people. And the only reason I say. Both of whom are old enough to take care of themselves. Both of them can work and neither of them do. And it's because you don't make them work. So go in the living room right (laughs) Right now now. (laughs) and tell them niggas because they're family. They have 30 days. If they weren't family, they would have 30 minutes. Right. You have 30 (laughs) days to find out where the fuck you going to go and get the fuck out of my house. Pause this shit and come back. Yeah. (laughs) When you're done. Yeah. All right. Send me an email and let me know how it went. But girl, kick them niggas out your house. Fuck out. We'll be right here waiting for you when you come back and hit play. If you get nervous about confronting people a good tip is to write down what you want to say so you don't lose any of your points yes while you're confronting them true but remind yourself that nothing they say is an excuse nothing none None of it don't fall for oh i'm gonna get a job or i'm gonna go down and get on disability or i can get you some food stamps oh you know my head been hurting right no. But you know my knees ain't good. It doesn't matter. Every time you hear that tone of voice, just say, no, no, no. Nope. No, no, no. Yep. Nope. Nope. Hell no. You have. No, no. You have. No, no. You have. You have. 30 days. Three. Zero. To get the fuck out. That's it. Be All right. Be firm. Do not let them niggas come back. Don't do it. All right, so let's kick off into our read. Yes, God. Who started last week? It doesn't even matter. Do you want to go first? I kind of do. Okay, go. I think I did go first, though, because we're not talking about fucking Lawrence. Oh. Yeah, you are. But you want to. 
So I kind of touched on this just a little bit earlier before Kid Fury reeled me in. But something that I really get annoyed by is the constant criticism of little Willow Smith. Now, I know that she was born in a relatively public eye. I know that she dabbles in an industry that is very public. She's put out a couple of songs, blah, blah, whatever. But she's like 11 years old. Willow Smith is 12 years old. And some of the comments that I see about her from grown ass men really disturb me. Mm -hmm. They're not sexual in nature, but they might as well be because it's things like, why do Will and Jada let that girl look out the house looking like that? And she need a whooping and who let her cut off all her hair? And why does that child look homeless? And why is she this? And why is she that? And I why does she look like Trey? Why does she look like, Oh, she's a lesbian calling a little a 12 year old girl, a lesbian. Makes no sense. It's just so disgusting. That's why I said it might as well be a sexual yes. comment in nature. Because why are you worried about the sexuality of a prepubescent? That. That's a hard word to say. Go ahead. Why are you worried about this child's sexuality? It's right. so disgusting to me. Like, can she live? Can She's she 12. just twelve? Do you know what I was doing when I was twelve? I was, like, probably eating cereal and watching cartoons or Power Rangers. I still had pigtails. I think I was, like, starting to get acne, but I was wearing, like, Tweety Bird shirts and just, in general, looking a fucking mess. And I cannot imagine what it would have been like to hear adults saying things like, oh, that child's a lesbian and that child's this and that child's that. Like, she's a little damn girl. So can we give little black girls the space to be little black girls? Can we do that? Can we not push our bullshit on them while they're still children? Like, can we just let them grow up? Don't you niggas have better shit to be doing than criticizing this baby anyway? Shouldn't you be raising your own damn kids somewhere? (laughs) Instead of worrying about what Willow Smith is doing, Willow Smith, who has two parents and a loving household, why don't you go find your damn baby? When was the last time you saw your daughter? Maybe your daughter is a lesbian. You don't know it because you don't go over there enough. <laughs> Just this is why black Twitter can't stand Crystal because she constantly reminds niggas of this stuff. Please keep going. I'm just saying, like, I don't, I'm not trying to be, like, insane about it because I understand that public figures are up for scrutiny Even children, you know, in some cases, some people feel like that's okay. I personally don't. But people really cross a line with Willow Smith. She doesn't look like what they want a girl to look like. She doesn't act like the way they want a girl to act. As an adult, you shouldn't be worried about what a 12-year-old girl looks like. A 12-year-old girl whose pinky fingernail is worth more than your whole life. Why are you pressed over this baby? And how the fuck are you going to be worried about this 12-year-old girl and what she's wearing? She doesn't know, like, you know what I mean? She's, right. so, she's still learning, like, and she's at the age where she's growing into a teenager. Right. That's when you start experimenting. When I was 12, I was wearing hoodies that were, like, double XL because I didn't Trying want anyone to, hide to see from me. from the world. In 80 degrees of Miami weather. My body was changing into, like, a woman's body, and it was very 
freaky. It's scary as hell to wake up and have hips. And then all of a sudden you have like these little tiny boobs. And what are you supposed to do? It's just mentally a really weird time. Everyone knows that. Everyone does. So, but my point is, why the fuck are you going to make all these slick ass comments? Or why are you worried about her wearing a fucking trench coat with some combat boots and a tutu or whatever the fuck? Why are you worried about her at 12 doing that? When Nicki Minaj and Lady Gaga have been doing that <laughs> at 30 years of age. How the fuck t- are they allowed to walk down red carpets dressed like fucking Lisa Frank art? But look, she's tw- that's when you do dress like that. Lady Gaga dressed up as like a fetus and rolled her ass down the red carpet in a big ass bubble or whatever. And. But we have she a dressed problem like, with Willow Smith. She was at the VMAs or whatever, dressed like the meat section in the back of the Publix. The bitch had on a dress made out of real meat. Meat. Nicki Minaj showed up at the VMAs one year, dressed like a fucking Mortal Kombat Toy Story mix-up, right. and had the nerve to approach Beyonce with that fucking... You remember that? Yes, and Beyonce was pregnant with Blue Ivy and looking like, girl, girl. Get the fuck... You and they're like grown-ass women. You. you talk about them bitches and what they got on and let Will Smith be a yes. child. Let's let these adults take the criticism because they can, you know, they signed up for it. Willow Smith is a child. Let that little girl be a little girl. Leave her the whole fuck alone. I'm sick of you niggas. Alrighty. So... And do you know why? <laughs> <laughs> I always do this. But I, I feel like I need to be the voice for Willow Smith because I also am a girl who doesn't look the way men want me to look. I don't act the way they want me to act. I don't talk the way they want me to talk and they don't like it. And I say, piss on you, bitch. You can suck my dick from the back. (laughs) I, me being a woman has nothing to do with what a man wants me to look, dress, talk, or act like. So fuck you, nigga. You better be a modern day feminist just And leave that little girl alone. Now. Anyway, so my read for this week is actually quite simple, and I'm so thankful. Okay. It's not going to be too deep. I just want to say, fuck bathroom attendants. Child, listen. Let me tell you something. That is the most awkward shit of your life. I hate <laughs> bathroom attendants. And I you seldomly see them in Miami. Mm-hmm. But it's like every bathroom I go, like I go to McDonald's and I got to just pee or wash my hands real quick. And there is a man like everywhere you go. Somebody's selling gum and condoms. Why? Like, and and trying to like, I just want to use the toilet, sis. Like, can I just I don't want to blow pop. I don't want any big red. I don't need a condom. This is just Vapiano. I just came here to get some pasta. (laughs) Like, I don't. I can get my own paper towel, bitch. And what's worse is I'm not giving you a single red scent for giving me a paper towel to dry my hands. Right. I would much rather hold my palms in the sky and run down Broadway (laughs) to dry them shits than give you a nickel for giving me a paper towel. Ain't that it? Ain't that it? Nigga, what? It's really uncomfortable when the bathroom is tiny. Yeah. It's like two stalls and an attendant. Why? I don't really want to sit here and pee knowing that you're listening to me pee. (laughs) It's just awkward. Like, it's just weird. When the bathroom is huge, then it's weird, but it's kind of like you get over it. But when the bathroom is 
like the size of a closet and it's just like I would rather not go to the bathroom right actually. and then with men you're like you're standing at the urinal and this thing is like right behind right. you so SOB's actually is terrible that SOB's venue oh, which I have problems with because there's no seating unless none. you pay um, so that gets on my nerves which is almost just as bad I'm not paying you so I can sit down bitch and it's not like something regular SOB's want you to pay like $30 for a seat and then the drinks are too high, too. Like, $12. Get the whole fuck. Girl. Rosa Parks did not. Child did not. Didn't. Go through what she did. Mm-mm. For niggas to be paying $30. No. To sit. <laughs> We've come too far. It just didn't happen that way. Like, it just, Gabby Douglas didn't turn and flip her way into a gold medal for me to have to tip a bitch for turning on the water and giving me a paper towel. Do you know how many fucking sandwiches you can get at the deli with $30, bitch? Child, that particular venue really gets on my nerves because of the way that they do that. But also their bathroom is fucking, it's no bigger than a snap. And they have, they have the nerve to have a bathroom attendant. <laughs> Did you say it's no bigger than a snap? It's, you're stupid. I walked in that bathroom and saw that bitch standing there with like fucking roses and shit. I said, nope. Like, I would just honestly rather wait and, and go some other time. It's so annoying. Like, I don't need to buy the little travel size scope or Listerine. I don't even understand the purpose. The only time I've been where a bathroom attendant makes sense is at uh, Kamal's Strip Club in Atlanta. Oh. Shout out to Brooke, who is gorgeous and the best bartender of all time. <laughs> hey, Brooke. She works there, or used to, don't know if she still does. But there's a bathroom attendant in there, and she has, you know, things for the girls, and kind of, like, I think she's kind of like their strip club mother or whatever. And that's the Work. only time, I know, right? But that's You're the sitting. only time I've been in a club where a bathroom attendant made some damn sense. Every other time, it's just like, why are you here? Right. Like, in Vegas, they're there to sell cocaine and cigarettes and condoms what yeah i've been to a couple of clubs in vegas and it's like the bathroom attendant is where you go to get some cigarettes or some gum or some condoms or some cocaine or like some speed shrooms i think in atlanta too there are a couple of clubs where everybody knows the bathroom attendant is the nigga with the drugs so yeah with them beans but fuck that i mean i'm, I'm really okay with them except and they never speak the same language they never, never speak english never 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 not one never and you were going to rip this towel this paper towel from this roll that yeah. you like got from fucking target or something and you're gonna just rip one of these and hand it to me and look in my eyes as if i'm going to reach down in mine own pocket not doing it and pay you currency for giving me <laughs> I would rather dry my hands in my jeans. If I I don't like I'm never giving you a dime. Oh my god, Negril? Negril is in Negril Village, that Jamaican restaurant that we go to sometimes. I think it's Negril something. Negril something. They're the same way. They have a bathroom attendant and there's like literally three stalls. Why? I'm not giving you money for turning on the water and giving me a paper towel and I feel awkward because I can do this on my own and yet right. you're doing it for me. Oh, it's so like it makes Sometimes I just want to snatch it and walk away. I just want to say, do you know that like I'm an adult lady and I've been using the bathroom on my own for like twenty-seven years. I can do it. It's been a while, girl. Death to bathroom attendants. Not death. Well, I mean death to the the role, not the actual people. Good okay. God. Come on now. Heartless. <laughs> All right, bitches. So I guess we're done. Woo! feels so good that breeze through quite nicely oh my goodness at some point in the show 
maybe next week if we have our special guest, we should talk about the amazing show Scandal and how it is basically everything. And if you're not watching it, I don't know what's wrong with you. There has to be something seriously incorrect happening in your brain for you to not live. Scandal is life. It is everything. Like, I will clear my calendar. What? Don't ask me to do nothing. I'm not going on a date. I'm not hanging out. I'm actually probably going to post sometime this weekend the video about how the devil has been trying to make me miss Scandal. Ever since I came back from that random ass break. Mm Mm-hmm. The devil has been insistent. Well, don't let him use you. Don't let him. Oh, do no, it. he'll never grasp my legs. bitch. <laughs> the devil could never. Amen. But he's been trying his and I'm going to explain why. OK. And there's fire involved. Looking forward to that video. Like for actual sure. fire. Can't wait. Woo. Anyway. So once again. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. Thanks, guys. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, rate, and review the show. We really appreciate all the feedback, all the support, all the love. You guys are really amazing. If you have any questions or concerns, well, questions. Yeah, you can send stuff to Ask the Read. I've started just replying to people. <laughs> right, you can do that. I'm just replying to their emails. Like somebody earlier was like, oh my God, I, I this guy, I want to sleep with him so bad, but he's a terrible person and I know I shouldn't do it, but I really want to. And I was just like, girl, don't do it. Keep in mind, I don't want Ask the Read to necessarily turn into like an advice section or segment. Oh, yeah. I probably like, should stop. I mean, if you do want advice on whatever, absolutely send it in. I'm not saying that we won't do it, but if you, whatever questions you have, yeah, se- just send them. There's so many emails in that box that there's no way I could possibly reply to them all, but like we definitely read every last one of them. And it's always really hard to pick the ones that we're going to do on the show because yes, we is. get so many great ones. But thanks so much, um, and please keep it coming. We love it. All righty, so I guess we'll see all you folks. Next Friday, hopefully with a new Beyonce song. Yes. All righty. See you next week. (laughs) Bye, guys. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to... Maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health. Or I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five mile radius. 
I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. <laughs> 